most of us have a backlog of anger, things we were angry or heard about a long time ago, and it's just been sitting there. So at the beginning, you have to, you have to work through all of that. But then you reach a point where you can be talking to somebody and you disagree with them or whatever it is, and you are just able to stay in neutral. You don't get angry because you can be in the present present moment with them. They don't remind you of your mother or your father or your uncle and all kinds of people who might have abused you in the past. Retirement. That's what we're all aiming at, right? But exactly what does that mean? It conjures up visions of endless days of golf, drinks with little umbrellas in them on a tropical beach, feet up, reading a book. Is that what it's all about? I don't think so. Life would get pretty dull after a while without anything meaningful to do, don't you think? I'm Jackie Doucette, and I'm on a mission to discover exactly what life is like beyond retirement. Join me while I chat with people who've already done it, who've retired to something rather than from something. Let's find out together exactly what's waiting for us when we say goodbye to that nine to five. Welcome to another episode of Beyond Retirement. I'm really excited today to be joined by Pragido Dove. She's an internationally recognized author, hypnotherapist, coach, and a speaker with over 20 years of experience. She's a global authority on expressive meditation, and she's the founder of the number one expressive meditation training school in North America. And Pragida helps spiritually conscious individuals align their mindset to allow more peace, time, and financial freedom. I think that's something that we can all use a little bit more of. Uh, Pragita, thanks for joining me. Oh, well, thank you for having me, Jackie. I'm thrilled to be here. So let's start um, with exactly what expressive meditation is. I, I've heard of meditation, but I, I'm assuming that this is something particular. It is, yes. Um, it is a series of meditation techniques that I learned from my teacher, Osho. Uh, for example, there's laughter meditation, tears, dancing, humming, gibberish, dynamic. Uh, and the idea is that in the first stage, we express out our emotional turmoil, our... Um, Everything that we've repressed, we, it's an opportunity to express it out. So, for example, with the laughter, I had to repress my laughter as a lot as a child because I, I was told to stop laughing or stop giggling and, you know, <laughs> all these kind of things. <laughs> and so I, st I, I basically shut down from the neck down. So I didn't cry either. And I wasn't allowed to get angry or speak my truth. So what I had done was shut everything down. And we shut, if we want to shut the pain down, but we also shut down the laughter, the joy, and the fun part of ourselves as well. Everything gets shut down. So in these expressive techniques, uh, if I take the laughter as an example, in the first stage, we just laugh. I am not a stand-up comedian. We just start <laughs> laughing. 
and there's no talking in English or in any language that you understand. It's just laughing. And then the second stage, we sit in silence. And the idea, the idea of it is that when you, when you release or express out all of these, this energy and these emotions that have been repressed, then that has a lot of benefits in itself. But then it becomes much easier and quicker to drop down to your center of inner peace and calm, which is down your center two inches below the navel. So it speeds up your ability to experience inner peace, inner calm, and the love and the wisdom and the joy that are part of our essential nature. That's and, you know, if I, yeah, it, it really is. And if I take another example, a different example, a gibberish technique. So this one was created by the Sufi mystic Jabbar a number of centuries ago. And in the first stage, you just speak in gibberish. And it's, it's the best one. It's one of the best ones for expressing out our anger and frustration and our irritation all in gibberish. And then the second stage, we sit in silence. And again, you've released a lot of inner turmoil. You've released a lot of, uh, of chatter from the mind. And it's much easier and quicker to drop down to that, to our center, uh, and find that peace and calm, which, which is in all of us all the time. It's just that we've become disconnected from it. So, if you're if you're sorry to interrupt you if you're doing this and you're releasing your frustrations in gibberish is that similar to the person who is ridiculously flying off the handle and swearing a blue streak because something's gone wrong does it have the same effect um yes and no i mean certainly you know as long as you're not dumping your anger on another person right because what most people do is they either dump their anger on another person or they shove it down inside. And neither is good. Right. So, yeah, when you're swearing and being very angry with a particular person, what that does is so it personalizes it on a particular person. And the truth of the matter is, and a lot of people don't want to hear this, <laughs> it's our anger. And that other person has triggered it. And it's very tempting to blame the other person. And I'm not saying the other person is, you know, is perfect or shouldn't have said what they said, but it is our anger. And when you can recognize that, instead of focusing it on one person in particular, when you speak in gibberish, basically you're just, you're just letting the anger out in, in its, neutralizes it off of one particular person okay. or people that you don't like. So that's the advantage. And then, of course, the thing is the second stage where you can sit in silence. That is a huge part of it. And how long does that stage go on? I, I can imagine that for a lot of people, sitting in silence is very difficult. It is. However, if you've done some laughter, as a first stage, or if you have done some gibberish in a first stage, it is much, much easier to sit in silence because you just released a whole lot of 
inner energy that needs to be expressed up and out. So it's a it's a um, a time of uh, kind of gathering up your your energy again. Then you're you're sitting there in silence and you're allowing all the energy that you've just expelled to go free, but then giving yourself a chance to fill up with whatever good energy might be there. Exactly. That's exactly what happens is because it creates a space in us when we release a lot of, especially if we release a lot of anger and irritation, it creates a space and it does, it gets filled up with love, with peace, with joy. And when you keep doing that over time, then all your backlog of anger, because most of us have a backlog of anger, things we were angry or heard about a long time ago, and it's just been sitting there. So at the beginning, you have to, you have to work through all of that. But then you reach a point where you can be talking to somebody and you disagree with them or whatever it is, and you are just able to stay in neutral. You don't get angry. That would because be you can be in the present present moment with them. They don't remind you of your mother or your father or your uncle and all kinds of people who might have abused you in the past. So so to do this, do you have to first conjure up the things in your mind that make you angry in order to do the, the gibberish or the laughter or, or whatever? Or do you just do it out of the blue and just start babbling things about nothing? <laughs> Well, uh, for the laughter, what I suggest people to do, especially if it's the first time, either do it with at least one other person or find a funny video, say, on YouTube. I particularly like the baby laughter because the baby laughter is so pure. So contagious. But, you know, your, your favorite comedian, whatever it is, and just start laughing. And if you haven't done it before, it might take you two or three goes to get into it. But with the laughter, you can fake it till you make it. So just keep going, ha, ha, ha. You know? <laughs> and then you'll, you'll burst into real laughter. Um, and with the anger, it, it, it tends to surprise people how easy it is to bring up your anger. <laughs> you know, and then they can't stop. This is in my trainings, you know. Oh, is it time to finish? I have so much more, you know. <laughs> uh, it's not that difficult, really, because I would most people have, have a lot of repressed anger, particularly women, because women in general are told not to get angry and men in general are told not to cry. So we each have these these conditionings that have that have helped us repress these emotions which isn't good for the body no no definitely not so when when you've done this is it something that well like any meditation i assume it's something that is beneficial to do frequently or at least repeatedly yeah absolutely absolutely and I, te I teach a very wide range of meditation techniques. There's over 150 techniques in my latest book. Um, and what happens is when you keep experimenting with them, you try different ones, you find the ones that work best for you, the ones you like the best, 
like some of my clients, they just love the gibberish because they've never been able to express themselves in that way in their whole lives. And suddenly in the context of a meditation technique, they can, you know, and the laughter, of course, that one's very popular too, because most people haven't never laughed that much. And it, it just brings your joy much more to the surface. I mean, me, I've done hundreds of hours of laughter. So I laugh very easily now, you know, which is not, which is very nice. And it's nice to, to, to be free to, to do that now, since you say you couldn't do that as a child. Yes, exactly. I mean, it completely changed my life from black and white to technicolor, to exactly. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard of um, laughter yoga, which has a similar kind of uh, format, I guess, in terms of it's just a, an all out laugh as much as you can. And it 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 releases everything and it makes you feel so much better. I imagine that this is very, very similar in the feeling that you get from it when you're done. Yeah. It's similar, but it's not the same because no. of the meditation component. Exactly. And so with laughter meditation, the beauty of it is it can take you very deep into meditation. The more you do it, the more laughter you, you do, which of course is beneficial in itself. Um, then when you sit in silence after you're, you've been doing some laughter and you keep doing that, you, you, you cultivate the ability to drop deep down into peace and calm very quickly, um, which is really nice. Because the, the laughter erases the mind. It's usually the mind that's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> and so and so the great thing about laughter is you can't be worried and laughing at the same time. So you just keep laughing. And over time, the laughter erases from the mind all those worrisome thoughts. It's quite extraordinary how that works. That sounds wonderful. I'm definitely going to have to try that out. Oh, yes, do. And one of the things you mentioned your your book, uh, it's called Lunchtime Enlightenment. Can you tell us a little bit yes. about it? Why, uh, why did it get to be a number yep. one bestseller so fast? I have it right here, wow. Lunchtime Enlightenment. Uh, well, what I have in here is the expressive meditations I was talking about and how to do them. And then I also have um, the, the main eight principles of meditation, which, which are relaxation, laughter, witnessing the mind, trust, acceptance, and love, and compassion. And I talk about those in the chapters, and I give... Uh, exercises and meditation techniques that you can do because one thing I think a lot of people don't don't realize is that meditation is based on relaxation and with relaxation you always start with the body because the more relaxed the body is then the mind will relax behind that and so will the emotions so that's why that chapter goes first in the book. And um, so it's a lot of useful information plus new techniques like the expressive ones that people actually don't know very much, not in North America anyway. So 
I think that's why the book, and it's it's very much uh, a user's guide, you know, user friendly. <laughs> I, I think um, since most of the listeners here today are probably on their way towards retirement, it doesn't mean that it's time to put everything aside and you know life is going to be just blissfully relaxing all the time. A lot of people who have been working through their whole career, doing whatever they do, their minds are busy, their their bodies are busy, everything is going full tilt. And when they reach retirement and have the opportunity to stop and maybe have the time to relax, they don't know how. And I think meditation is probably a way that they can get in touch with themselves and maybe learn to relax a little bit and and actually enjoy the fact that they're not doing anything? Do you think that's right? I think that's absolutely right. I think I've, I have heard of a lot of people that work very, very hard and then suddenly they retire and it all stops and then they don't quite know what to do with themselves. So I have a big emphasis on laughter, fun, play and enjoyment because when we're laughing, when we're having fun, we're relaxed. I mean, why wouldn't we be? Right. Yeah. So it's it's a fun way to become more relaxed. So I always suggest to people, <clears throat> you know, to make sure in your week, whether it's a work week or a retired week, <laughs> make sure you do things that you enjoy as opposed to what you feel you ought to do or should do right. or what somebody told you to do. But to really tune into, okay, am I really enjoying this right now? And if the answer is yes, well, good, keep on doing it. But if the answer is no, well, maybe stop and do something you really, really enjoy. And I think especially with retirement, I mean, it's kind of now or never, you know, <laughs> to uh, to work on our bucket list and, and do those things um, so that we don't have any regrets when we die. Yeah, exactly. And I think the idea of finding the things that you enjoy, I think, is so much not more important, but it's so paramount in retirement because you've got that time now and it's time to use it. You might as well make the best of it. If you if you can laugh your way into something you're enjoying, then that's the way to go, I think. Yes, absolutely. And and also, you know, it's a very attractive energy. And so you will attract people because you're enjoying your life and it just helps you have an even better social life and then of course family as well um, because everybody likes somebody who can laugh easily and ha is joyful and a good sense of humor and things like that you know yeah, exactly. <clears throat> it really lightens your energy which is great yeah and as you say you can fake it till you make it if you have a smile on your yep. face, it's hard to feel sad. Your your brain yes. just goes along with those upturned smiles. It it does it does, and smiling is is a part of the whole laughter, fun, and play for sure. Just smile for no reason. <laughs> Everybody will wonder what you're up to then, as the saying goes. Yeah. Yes. So, um, <clears throat> along with all of the, the good benefits of laughter and, and easing yourself and relaxing yourself. 
you also talk about meditation um, for manifesting peace and prosperity. How uh, how can we change our our pros- the prosperity part of our life through meditation? Well, the fir- the first thing to understand is what meditation is and what it is not. Meditation is awareness, awareness of the present moment. A lot of a lot of the reason people have issues with prosperity is because they live in a worry mindset. Always worried about money and I don't have enough money and will I have enough money and all of that. So that doesn't help anything. And so you have to come into the present moment with awareness. Because I find a lot of people who come to me because they want to work on their money and we look at what they have and they've got plenty of money, you know, but somehow they think they don't. Right. So, so, um, that's one thing just to bring awareness to the reality of your financial situation and look at it. And then when, when you start laughing more and having more fun and more joy, what you're actually doing is you are attracting good things into your life because this, you're activating the positive law of attraction. And if we take law of attraction on a scale of one to 10, 10 being the most positive, one being the most negative, then your laughter, fun and play practice is going to take you up to a 10. And then you're in the best place for attracting good things, whatever it is you want. If you want more clients, or, I mean, I never suggest to people that they just ask for money because the universe needs to know, well, and what, for how do you want the money to come? Through clients or through inheritance or, you know. Just go to the what sky. What do you need to do here? <laughs> yes. Big bag exactly. of money on your head. Um, because there's all kinds of fi- financial miracles can happen. But you have to be open to receive. So another piece of it is, yes, asking for what you want. You have to be open to receive more money, more love, more health and fitness, whatever it is you want. And that's, I think, people. And so. Huh? I was going to say, and, and many people say, oh, well, I'm open, but they aren't really. They, they aren't really exactly as open as they think they are. Yes, exactly. And this is where the awareness comes in, the self-awareness. With non-judgment, this isn't about judging yourself. It's just notice where you're at with receiving. Like if someone says, oh, I'll pay for lunch. Do you say, oh, no, that's okay. I'll get it. Or can you say, well, thank you. That's very kind of you. Can you receive it? And it, it shows up in small ways in our life. So it's something you can pay attention to. I mean, if just somebody smiles at you, smile back, you know, in these simple ways. And what you're doing is you're expanding your capacity to receive so that when the bigger opportunities come along, you can say, oh, thank you very much. Another thousand dollars. That's lovely. Thank you. (laughs) Oh, however it comes. Because, you know, the the universe wants us to be abundant. The universe is abundant. Yes. Yes. I mean, 
we if you look at our supermarkets there's like an endless supply of food if you walk down a street where there's car showrooms there's all these cars i mean we have abundance at least here we do in north america exactly and so we have to open to receive it and somebody might want to give you a car or um help you pay for a house i mean who knows you know but you have to be open yeah very nice and i know you said you mentioned uh to me that you have a free gift for the listeners on the show um and they can go to your website to get that is that correct that is correct absolutely yes so my website is uh, www.discovermeditation.com. And if you go forward slash contact, you will come to the page where is the free gift, which is three free videos to help you get started with your manifesting. They're three five-minute videos. And that will help you get started with manifesting or help you increase your ability to manifest what you want fabulous thank you very much i'll make sure that that goes in the show notes for everyone is there anything else you'd like to tell the listeners anything you'd like to talk about before we close up today i think just the one thing is not to judge yourself because i think that judgment is the number one cause of suffering in the world the way we judge other people for a whole variety of reasons. But behind that, what's really happening is we're judging ourselves. And we think ourselves lesser than or not worthy of. And so if we judge other people, that makes us feel better about ourselves. And actually, that's not a good idea. <laughs> so what what I, I would like to say to everybody is accept yourself the way you are right now. Nobody's perfect. It's not about being perfect. It's about being who you are. So watch the mind because the judgment lives in the mind and really practice accepting yourself. Even when you make mistakes, everybody makes mistakes and have compassion for yourself and love yourself. Those three things, accept self-acceptance, self-love and self-compassion. Beautiful. I think that's a very wise advice because we treat everyone else so much better. We should start treating ourselves ourselves the way we treat our friends. Yes, especially women. Yes. Yes. Fabulous. <laughs> Pregito, thank you so much for being with me today. I've really enjoyed it. I've learned a lot and I think I'm probably going to go get your book now. Oh, good. Well, thank you so much for having me, Jackie. I have really enjoyed this too. And that's it for this episode of Beyond Retirement. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. I hope you enjoyed it. To check out the video interviews, please go to my YouTube channel at bit.ly forward slash beyond retirement. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash beyond retirement. Be sure to subscribe so you won't miss any new episodes.